Welcome back to Men Doing the Work by Alpha Rising, where we share inspiring conversations to help you be a better father, better leader, better husband, and be the man you were meant to be. Welcome back to the show. Today we have module six of the Better Men program, which is sharpening the axe the mental acts, diving into refining your brain power, sharpening your mind, and being able to have it be a tool that you use that helps you rather than something that holds you back or distracts you or uh, hinders your progress. This is meditation is the big piece that we're going to dig into today because uh, it is one of the main tools. It is going to the gym for your mind. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how to do this, how it, that the the main principles of meditation can apply to other things like moving your body, being in nature, being in flow state, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and how that all kind of ties together, as well as some of the main pieces from most different types of meditation. Like, what are the core themes underneath? Why are we doing this in the first place? And that's what we're going to get into. So let's start there. Why do we meditate in the first place? Well. Meditating, the main piece of most types of meditation is learning to let go of your thoughts, learning to choose if you're going to pay attention to your thoughts or let them just pass by. And when you have control over this, you then are able to cultivate the ability to not react, but choose how you're going to act. So if someone pisses you off or something unexpected happens, you have control over your mind and how you choose to react to the thing that happens. So this makes a big difference in life. The more you're able to consciously act the way you want to and have control over your mind, have control over the things you do, the tasks you complete, your, your focus, uh, all of these things, the more you can refine that and get better at that, the better able you're going to be able to do pretty much everything. <laughs> the better, the more present you'll be able to be, the more productive you'll be able to be. This piece ties through so much. It's, it's so key. Obviously, your thoughts determine everything it all really boils down to that and you do get to control your thoughts you get to you get to control which ones of them at least you want to pay attention to you're always going to have wild thoughts come in and things enter your mind that are nowhere near anything you would ever want to act on but <clears throat> your ability to choose whether you want to follow them or act on them or just let them pass on by and keep floating through your head, uh, that is where the difference gets made. When you're willing and able to put in, when you're willing to put in the work so that you're able to choose which thoughts you latch onto and you're able to cultivate that ability to just let thoughts go without instantly having to react to them coming in, uh, you're, you're going to start showing up a whole lot differently. So. This is the main piece, as I as I talked about. There's lots of different types of meditation out there that you can practice. There's there's seated meditation. There's there's lots of guided meditations out there on YouTube. There's vipassana. There's mantra meditation. There's you know there's more ways than you can count that people try to practice calming their mind. But the whole idea is just it comes back to this idea of being present of. Are you able to be present with the things that you're trying to focus on in your life? You know, uh, personally, I think I've shared a little bit about this, but if not, uh, I took a huge journey years and years ago and cycled 
3,000 kilometers from Vancouver, British Columbia, Whistler, British Columbia, actually, specifically all the way down to San Diego, California, where I did my first Vipassana, which is a 10-day silent meditation retreat. And so that was a whole schooling in being present in itself, um, pedaling my bike, an average of about 100 kilometers a day, just me in the road and focusing on the pedal strokes, focusing on being present. And part of that, early on in that journey, I spent uh, a night at the Olympia Zen Center uh, in Olympia, Washington, and had a bit of an overview of of Buddhist meditation, uh, of Zen meditation. And the big piece that they hammered in that was that meditation isn't, you don't meditate to get better at meditating. You get, you meditate to get better at life. You know, you, you practice the ability of focusing your thoughts and being present with the now, with the moment, with your breath, with the sensations in your body, so that when you're doing things in life, you can just be doing the thing. You're not thinking about what's next or like worrying about things that are coming or things that you did in the past. You're not, your mind isn't scattered and running all over the place. It's present with the moment. And if you're able to do that seated on a cushion, perfectly still without moving your body, then it's going to be a lot easier to practice that out in life when there's lots of things happening. So this is the core. It's practicing that ability to be present with whatever's happening right now, which is your sensations, your feelings, your emotions, other people in your life. Uh, this is It's a big skill to practice and one we're going to dig into a little bit more in the next module, Connecting Powerfully. But for now, this is a big one. Having some practice in your life where you get to practice this art of being present and letting go of your thoughts and just paying attention to what's happening in the present moment. So there's a bunch of different ways of doing this. It doesn't have to be seated on a cushion cross-legged with your hands in little mudras. Uh, that is one type. You know, there's different, lots of different types that kind of have that as a base. But meditation really, in my eyes, is about that state that you go into where you're just in a meditative state of being present and focusing on the sensations that you're feeling, focusing on just your breath or the present moment or what's around you. Uh, and that state can be accessed in lots of different ways through seated meditation, for sure, but also through walking meditations or through washing the dishes or cleaning your house or going for a hike in nature or going for a pedal on your bike or surfing or making love. There's, there's lots of different ways that this can show up and that you can practice this art of, of being still and being in the moment. And the more you do this, the better you're going to get at it. And as per usual, my prescription, if you will, is to find something that you can enjoy doing and you can do regularly. Because for a lot of people, a lot of people feel like they should meditate, air quotes, uh, and but don't love, don't enjoy it at all and don't get anything out of it. They just get frustrated because their head runs in circles and they think that they should, again, be able to just not have thoughts. But it's not what meditation is about. You do get to that point. You get to have brief moments of not having thought, but it takes a long time. It takes time to cultivate that. And, and for most people, Unless you go and do an actual retreat where, like for instance, the one I mentioned, the Vipassana retreats where it's 10 days of 
full silence, no speaking to anyone, no reading, no writing, no phones, obviously, and just meditating a lot every day, like 11 hours a day, plus little breaks for eating and walking around and moving your body. And in something like that, for me, it was only after like day four, day five, where my mind even gave me glimpses of what it's like without it running constantly. (laughs) And after five days of having everything turned off, because we just were in a culture where everything is running all the time. We're so used to having constant distractions, constant things to, to hold our attention that it's really hard to just be still. Uh, we don't do that a whole lot. So this is a big piece of meditation in general. This is something that you're trying to aim for in whatever and however you want to take that on. Again, whatever actually works for you, whatever you can do in your life on a regular basis. You know, if that's just going for a walk and leaving your phone at home and just taking deep breaths, feeling the sensation of your feet on the ground, soaking in the view, the trees, the, you know, whatever it is in your, in your environment and just, just slowing down and being in the present moment. If you enjoy that and if it's accessible to you every day, then do that. If you love surfing, then surf. If you love, you know, making love, then make love a bunch. And again, whatever it is, trying to bring that energy to it, trying to bring that energy of just being present, focusing on your breath, focusing on the sensations in your body and allowing yourself to be in the moment of whatever it is that you're doing. That's that's the bottom line. That's the key. That's what you're trying to practice throughout all of this. And again, it, it's, it's just trying different things as well. Certain things are going to get you to that place quite easily. Some things won't. Some people, again, though, if they try running, they just get sore and they get angry and their head starts running about all the things they don't like about it. And it makes it, that's not very meditative, it's not very calming. And so that's not the thing for that person. But maybe tennis is the thing for that person because it's, it's lighter and they have to be focused and present and you know be really responsive and they can't think about other things. For some people, it's martial arts. Again, whatever it is for you, just having something in your life that can get you into that idea of flow state into that that present moment awareness and out of your head is going to be really helpful and there's lots of different ways of doing that again if and if you want to cultivate a silent seated meditation as well i would highly recommend that too it is a great practice to take on because when you're in flow state when you're out walking when you're doing something physical that becomes your focus Kind of like if you were to have a mantra in a meditation, your focus is on the mantra. Your focus is on just repeating that saying in your head over and over and over and over and over again. And versus something like Vipassana, your focus on is on the sensations. You're focusing literally on what it feels like in your nose to breathe in, to have the air rushing in through your nose and down into your lungs, and what it feels like to have it come back out the other way. And and then you're using that same that practice of feeling sensations to feel the sensations in your whole body uh, to feel what your skin feels like to feel what you feel like in different muscles the different joints different like you kind of scan internally throughout your body and and the you know, your mind is able to focus on these sensations that you're experiencing and so that becomes the focus there's always some type of focus whether it's just a breath or a mantra or you know, whatever. There's there's very few that are just like, don't think, <laughs> you know, like that, that doesn't really work. Uh, other than, you know, your basic kind of um, 
mindful meditation, which is more just allow the thoughts to move, allow them to come and allow them to go and trying not to grasp onto them. And this, 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 that piece ties through most types of meditation as well. It's just remembering when you do have thoughts that come in, because you will, your brain keeps going, even monks that live and breathe meditation, that's all they do. They still have thoughts. They're just much better at letting them go. They're much better at catching themselves when they have thoughts and not latching on them and thinking the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. They just, they're able to let those things go as soon as they come into their minds. So this is the basis of sharpening the mental axis. Are you able to get better at controlling the thoughts that you latch onto and practice the art of letting things go as they come in? Because like we talked about earlier, imagine you get pissed off or triggered and before maybe you're someone that like snaps easily and would just yell at someone or or say something you regret instantly in the moment you very you react to whatever happens once you've practiced meditation for quite a while you're going to be a lot better at just pausing okay realizing what you're feeling and then acting consciously versus reacting automatically because often those automatic reactions don't do a lot of good especially when you're triggered. <laughs> Sometimes they can be super helpful, you know, and your intuition often is a very instant response kind of a thing. But in these situations, dealing with triggers, dealing with being upset, uh, dealing with communicating effectively, these are all places where it's very helpful to have a bit of a pause to be able to stop this like, oh my God, I'm going to rip this guy's head off. <laughs> that type of thought train. It's nice to be able to pause that say, okay, what do I need to say here that's actually going to make this situation better as opposed to make it worse and pour fuel on the fire? So this is the basis of meditation, trying to cultivate basically the gaps between the thoughts, your ability to let go of thoughts as they come in and have little bits of pause between that and the next one. And just being able to be a present and aware of what's happening right now, which is often feelings, sensations, or a movement, like feeling your feet on the ground, as I said, when you're walking, feeling the breath coming in and out of your body, feeling your muscles move as you're swimming, as you're walking, as you're you know, doing anything, or just being so involved in the sport, if it's tennis or surfing or whatever, that you're just focusing on everything that's happening right now, as opposed to thinking about tomorrow or what you're going to have for lunch or that email that you need to respond to. It's, it's getting out of thinking about anything other than right now. That's what this is all about, is practicing that ability. Because if you can do that in all of these different places, you're going to be able to show up better for your partner. You're going to be able to show up better for your kids. You're going to be able to show up better for your work. You're going to be able to be more productive at work. You're just going to be able to be, you're going to be able to be better and perform better at pretty much everything in your life if you're willing to put in the time to practice this. So that is what I got for you today. If you want to start practicing this, you can obviously bring in some of these things I've talked about, whatever practice you want to take on, whether that's a sport or some type of moving meditation or cultivating a seated still meditation or breath work, as we've talked about already, is a big one. Choose something, try it out, see how it goes, and and experiment see what works well for you and practice what like keep what works toss what doesn't uh, if you want to dig into some seated meditation or some more like still meditation there's some great apps out there that actually can be really helpful for this because they guide you through the process they give you things to listen to and they gamify the process a little bit by tracking your progress so uh, calm is a really great one as well as headspace 
for two to try out there's lots out there as well but those are two that i would recommend looking at because they're both free and they both have great resources and meditations and again it's same theory applies try it see if you like it if you do keep going if you don't scrap it find another one that you can try until you find one that you actually enjoy the vibe of because they're all going to do very similar thing they're all going to teach you the basics and they're all going to gamify your progress by tracking and by rewarding you for being consistent because that's again the bottom line is find something you can do regularly every day so you can practice this art all the time uh, and keep getting better that's again bottom line is what can you do that you enjoy that you can do consistently throughout time this isn't something that you're trying to do to you know get better and then stop this is a constant practice that most successful people have in their lives and will last you the rest of your life guaranteed so that's all i got for you today thank you very much for listening as always next episode we're going to be digging into a little bit more but a little bit different this idea of connecting powerfully with other people in your life i'm excited to dig into that thank you very much for listening these tools are free uh, and if you want accountability if you want some support digging into your own version of what's going on and help someone to hold your feet to the fire to actually implement these things in your life and be more consistent so you can show up better and lead better and be a better partner father husband all the things we've got our groups we've got our programs as i say every time fill me in if you are wanting to get involved in that happy to jump on a call and talk to someone we've got our accountability community we've got our better men group program and i've always got my one-on-one work as well depending on what level of support you are looking for so links are in the show notes for all that you know where to find them uh, if you want to reach out i would be happy to connect with you for now enjoy go practice try it out see what works for you and thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time on men doing the work <laughs>